Welcome to Future Talent Hub, the podcast aimed at the graduate talent acquisition industry in Australia. My name is Sarah Payne and my co-host is Rowan Holland. In today's episode, we interview Sarah McGlade from NAB, who talks us through what they have been doing to shake up their summer internship program. And this has really always been an interesting topic for Rowan and I, as historically in our careers, we've both, both experienced challenges with the traditional vacation program um, over December, January, the timing. Um, and, you know, I think um, it's something that we've, you know, we've really been keen to look at and explore throughout this series. So Rowan, um, what have you seen as being some of the biggest challenges over your career going through the, the traditional vacation program? Yeah, I know that we, we agree on this, Sarah. The, the, I think the common point of failure for any internship or summer vacation program is is that you know the point of failure is the experience that the student has is always dictated by whether or not the line manager um, or the division that they're in um, enables a great experience or not. So um, I, I really think that can impact things like the employer brand overall, and you know just the uh, you know the, the the reason whether a student might convert to being a future graduate of the same organisation too. Um, so yeah, I, I really think that is a big um, kind of key challenge or issue. And it, it seems to be quite common a lot across a lot of organisations as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And I think the other um, issue from my experience has been around the, the challenge of converting those interns into graduates and really not uh, measuring that stat effectively in, in terms of planning and strategy. So, you know, there's a lot of investment um, going into the program you know, from within the business and financially as well. And, and I think making sure that there is that return on investment um, by, you know, make, keeping as many of those graduates um, into permanent roles as possible. And I think it's great to see Sarah um, and, and NAB uh, looking at their traditional program and thinking about how that they can do it more effectively and also measuring those results to see those great outcomes. So um, before we get into the interview with Sarah, I just want to note that um, we we can, Rowan and I can use the term internship and vacation program interchangeably in this series. So for the purpose of this interview, um, we're going to be calling this um, NAB's program the Summer Internship Program. So let's hear more from Sarah. Okay, so really excited to um, have a special guest with us on board today. So we've got Sarah McGlade from NAB, who's joined us to talk through a few things around shaking up summer internship programs. Um, but uh, yeah, really excited to have Sarah here. And so, hi, Sarah, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Rowan. How are you? Yeah, really good. Um, so really excited to, like I said, have you on board here and we've got a few questions about the things you're doing at NAB. So let's, uh, let's get into it. So first question for you, Sarah, is, is can you just tell us more, a bit more about you, about what you do in your role at NAB? Absolutely. Uh, so I currently lead the early careers team at NAB. And so we're in the fortunate position where we run from the end-to-end -end process of the NAB graduate program, intern programs, Indigenous programs and some accessibility programs. And so as a team, we get to uh, really partake in uh, the student calendar and really see the life cycle of the students as they come through our programs. Okay, great. So what's, what's the historical summer internship program at NAB 
been in the past? In other words, sort of, you know, what was the duration, um, the volume of students that you took, the locations they were placed? Can you give us a bit of an insight to those things? Historically, uh, summer vacation programs and intern programs at NAB have been uh, facilitated across various business units in the traditional model of, you know, 12 weeks across, you know, the summer break. It was a decentralised approach, which meant that, uh, you know, there were varying start dates, uh, varying levels of experience, varying levels of connectedness with people leaders, and also varying levels of work to be performed. Um, our footprint does reach across Australia. Uh, however, you know, we are headquartered in Melbourne. So predominantly, most of the interns would be, you know, either Melbourne or Sydney based. However, we would have some in some of the other main cities. But the decentralised approach um, really brought into question, you know, the student experience. Yeah, okay. And, and probably not dissimilar to other larger organisations around the country too, I would assume. Um, so just on that then, um, so what we do know is that, that NAB changed up, you know, your summer internship program format a couple of years ago. Can you tell us what the reason was for the shake-up and just tell us a bit about how the program changed? Yeah, so look, we were given a really fortunate um, opportunity to start from scratch and redesign what we think an ideal summer intern program should look like. So we wanted to take the opportunity to centralise the program to really ensure that our brand is on point and that all of the interns we brought into our business were having um, you know, meaningful experiences and being attached to really great people leaders. So within that process, we actually, you know, took a real big step back and started a lot of discovery work in speaking with students, speaking with our business stakeholders and speaking to uh, stakeholders at universities to really understand, you know, what the experience of an internship is, what were the outcomes that we're trying to achieve and you know, what the purpose was. And so we took all of that information and with the student at the center of the, the decision-making process, we were able to you know, almost shift that decentralized approach on its head and create a seven week internship program that really focused on building employability skills in the students uh, providing meaningful work and access to really great people leaders and looking at, um, you know, the next steps from an internship. How do you take that knowledge, those networks, the skills and the friendships and really build on that to create a permanent employment outcome going forward? Yeah, great. Um, yeah, really exciting and obviously a very different program to the traditional sort of format. Just if I can probe slightly further on that, I know that uh, knowing a bit about the program that you run, um, I know that part of the, the strategy or setup was about, um, you know, whether, whether the student comes on as a graduate and works at NAB later or not, you know, we've done a job in setting up, setting them up for success. Is, can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so, you know, that was probably some of the information that we did get in that discovery work with the universities and really, you know, uh, tapping into creating employability outcomes for students. And so in building our intern program, you know, ideally it would be great that all our interns, 
you know, love their experience, love working for our organisation and want to come back as a graduate the following year. However, we were also very cognisant that whatever um, the interns did come to our organisation, that we were still providing them with the uh, skills and knowledge about themselves and their work styles so that if they chose not to you know, remain in our organisation, that they still had the learnings um, the exposure and the networks to create employability outcomes elsewhere. As a large employer, we think that we have a very prominent role to play in this space and we really wanted to set up our intern program to support creating employment outcomes for students, whether it was with us or elsewhere. Yeah, excellent. Really, really good. Um, so Based on that program that's now been running, what you're, you've done two years of that model and coming into your third? We I are, think. yes, and applications just closed the other day. So we're, we're back on the treadmill again. Yeah, get, get that plug in, that's good. Um, <laughs> so what, so with the, with the reflections you've done so far on the previous two, two, two intakes or two programs, what have the outcomes been and um, you know, just in relation to things like conversion and, and areas like that? Uh, so within the past two intakes, we've got an average conversion rate of 80%, which we think is absolutely fantastic. We love to see our interns come and experience our organisation over their summer break keep connected with them for the following year and then see them come in as graduates. Um, it's really interesting to see how they've changed across that, that process and how they've become great advocates for our organisation. And in regards to the net promoter score, I think on average for the past two intakes, we've had a score of around 50, which, you know, is, is fantastic in that respect. And it really goes to show that, um, you know, we've designed something that is hitting the mark with our students. We work with a fantastic vendor who helps provide, you know, the development and the connections for our students and, you know, they seem to value it and actually get some great outcomes from it. Yeah, great. Okay. So then based on that backdrop, what, what's, what are NAB's sort of plans for the future in relation to, you know, this summer internship program? So, you know, we're always on a journey of iterating and learning and doing things differently. Uh, and so certainly uh, for our 2020-2021 program, we're going to try um, a few new bits and pieces in there. And we're also going to be moving to a virtual format, which will be quite different given the world of COVID. Um, but, you know, at the end of each intern program, we certainly, uh, you know, run information sessions with the interns we ask for their feedback what worked what didn't work and we build that in to the design for the next intern program yep okay so obviously you're you're pushing forward with what's effectively your you know your innovative model as such which is great oh absolutely yes uh and in fact you know plans for the future is we will just continue to you know increase our intake year on year because you know it seems to be working very well for both the students and our business yeah, great. So I do have uh, an additional question just for you um, that I've come up with. So, um, you know, we're, we're on the topic of shaking up traditional models um, of programs like, like this uh, summer internship program that we've talked about today. I know that you're a real advocate of, um, you know, looking at, you know, new ideas and, and brainstorming new ways to do things in this early career space. 
So um, I just wanted to ask you the question, you know, is there anything around um, this idea of shaking up the traditional summer vacation or internship models in relation to timeline or other things that, that you've got ideas on that you'd like to share? So as a team, um, we've been discussing, you know, the concept of trimesters at universities and how that is impacting, you know, the traditional timeframe for summer intern programs. And so certainly we need to start to think about that differently. But we're also thinking about, you know, the student um, journey and why are, you know, internships just for penultimate year students, you know, is there an ability to connect with students earlier in their studies, in their first year of studies, and provide, you know, an internship and potentially welcome them back the next year and the next year and build that connection, you know, with the student whilst giving them some, you know, meaningful work and great work experience throughout their studies. You know, we're also thinking about how we can be more inclusive in the design of our internship. Not everyone can complete an internship. You know, we've got family commitments, work commitments, life commitments where, you know, people can't afford to take seven weeks off to, you know, come and join an organisation. So, you know, how do we be more inclusive as to, you know, potentially timelines and, and dates and, um diversity groups. So, you know, I think there's a lot there for the industry to consider and a lot um, of opportunity to shake up that traditional model and think about things a little bit differently to connect with a larger base of students uh, and also to connect with more students, you know, from different cultural and diversity groups. Okay, great, Sarah. So just thought... Um give you the opportunity just to add anything else about the programs that you've run um, in the last couple of years and just anything that we might have missed just around content and structure? Yeah, thanks, Rowan. So, look, one of the most valuable components of our intern program is the career coaching that we offer to students. And, you know, we're very lucky to work with a great partner, which is ReadyGrad, who help us, you know, with the development delivery of our program who have, you know, built into our approach a one-to-one -one career coaching session with each and every intern. And so what that involves is, you know, an accredited career coach sitting with the intern and really getting under the covers and understanding, you know, what the student is interested in, what their work style preferences are, um, where they want to take their career and then um, working with them to create an action plan that they can actually take away from their internship experience and start to apply that in real life, in further work experience and at university. And so it's a real um, you know, tangible element of the internship program that students walk away with and have a, a goal or a plan that they can you know, start to achieve over the following year. And you know, it, it, again, it kind of taps into that creating employability outcomes for the students whether that's with us or somewhere else but really you know starting to give them the tools to follow through on what they can achieve okay Sarah so lucky you um, every guest that we have on this podcast series um, we ask a common we call it three and three so it's three quick fire questions that we just want you to answer in three words or less so very simple straightforward so i'll fire them at you right now okay i'm prepared rowan go for okay. it okay let's go so number one if you could go back in time what advice would you give yourself as a student or graduate 
Develop a discipline of maintaining your networks. Good, great networks, okay. Number two, what do you consider the most important attribute for someone starting their career right now? Adaptability, and I think COVID has uh, proven that. Yep. And number three, if you hadn't become, in this case, a graduate recruitment professional, what would you be? A flight attendant. Nice. Very interesting. Find out a lot about our guests. Very interesting. Mm, so, you know, I loved to travel. So, you know, a flight attendant was high on the list. Luckily, you know, given the current circumstances, I'm probably glad I am in graduate recruitment. <laughs> yes, well done. So we've, um, we've loved our time with you today. So thank you again. And we'll, um, we'll sign off and, um, yeah, look forward to speaking to you again and, and maybe getting you back as a, a guest again in the future. Thank you so much, Rowan. Appreciate it. It was great hearing from Sarah at NAB. Um, and just a couple of sort of key points or takeaways for me from that interview um, was really just their um, focus on that student-centred approach um, in their design um, and setting up our students for future career success, whether they end up at NAB or not. I just think that's excellent for employer brand and also future talent nurturing in the long term. Um, and then, you know, a real focus on um, exposure and networks as well for students during their program and the one-on-one -on -one coaching for each individual um, is a real differentiator, I think. What about you, Rowan? What did you find was a key takeaway for you? Yeah, I agree with those points that you just mentioned, Sarah. Also, um, I think their really high conversion rate of um, converting, you know, the intern group to to future graduate intakes as high as is, is great, really high. Um, and what I'm really looking forward to is seeing how they adapt the program, as Sarah mentioned, going to this year is going to be totally virtual. So remote, uh, you know, remote working and learning, um, which is the first time they've done that. So really keen to see how that plays out as well. Yeah, I think it will be great to uh, to keep tabs on um, how NAB do and, and touch base with Sarah again for another podcast episode next year. Um, but that's the end of our episode today on shaking up the summer internship program. Um, if you do have any questions for um, Rowan or myself, please connect with us on LinkedIn um, and subscribe to future podcasts. Thank you.